Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, how fears of spiking by injection spread across the UK. So we all went to my flat. There must have been about, like, I think, maybe like 40, 50 people there, like roughly. This is Becca McAnally. And most of the people were people that I knew and people from my accommodation. However, there was like some people that I just assumed, like, oh, my flatmates will know them or the boys from the football team will know them. Back in October of last year, Becca had just started her first term at university. She was living in halls and she decided to throw a party at her flat to celebrate her 18th birthday. I remember everyone singing happy birthday. Like, it was so fun. Last thing I remember, everyone was just in the best mood and I cannot remember a single thing after that. Becca doesn't remember anything that happened after midnight. She spent the next few hours feeling violently ill, dizzy and disorientated. She also had one more unusual symptom. I think it was just like fixing my pyjamas or something. I realised like I had like a lump and it was like on the side of my leg. Um, and my friends were like, Becca, maybe go and look at it closer. And then we did, and we realised it was like a pinprick, just a wee tiny red mark. Becca began to worry that she had been spiked. And not by something slipped into her drink. She was worried that she had been spiked using a needle. I mean, yeah, spiking drinks is bad enough, but but using syringes in busy nightclubs is just awful. It's terrifying. There are all sorts of... Think back to autumn of last year. You might remember that stories of people being spiked by injection, mostly women, were picked up by the press. Yeah, police are currently dealing with a wave of reports of spikings by injections at nightclubs and parties. There was a sense that a new threat was emerging. Some people even called it a new epidemic. And so when Becca thought something similar might have happened to her, she called the NHS for advice. But they weren't able to provide her with any answers. They basically just said they couldn't do anything about it, which I was obviously completely disheartened by, because they said like it was the police that deal with it rather than NHS. When she went to the police, she was told that a drugs test would take a year to come back, and she didn't want that hanging over her. So with no way of getting confirmation, Becca posted on Twitter. She wanted to raise awareness about what happened. And her post was one of many. Around that time, hundreds of women like Becca were reporting similar symptoms, bruises, puncture wounds and memory loss. But something didn't quite add up. Both hospitals and the police weren't able to verify these reports. Experts were baffled too. Here's Adam Woff. He's from The Loop, an organisation that specialises in drug safety. I think that there could be odd occasions where injection spiking's happening um, and I wouldn't want to ever say it's impossible or completely rule it out. But I think administering a drug via a needle, injecting someone you know, in, in their muscle um, is not necessarily an easy process and isn't something 
that many people would be able to do. I think that the victim would be likely to notice it um, or feel it. There are a few drugs you could actually use to spike someone with a needle. Ketamine is one, but you would need a lot of it, 100 to 200 milligrams. That means you'd have to inject it slowly to get it all into the body, or you'd have to use quite a fat needle, so it would really hurt. Either method would make it difficult to do at a busy nightclub or house party. Other common spiking drugs can be potent at smaller doses, meaning they can be administered quickly with a thin needle. But in order to inject someone with those, the person administering the drug would have to have access to a liquid version of it and a syringe, and they'd have to know just how much to administer. Too much, and you'd be seeing far more people in hospital with overdoses. In other words, the person administering the drug would have to be a trained criminal. When Becca heard Adam Woff's point of view, she felt frustrated by the lack of options for getting tested so that she could know for sure what happened to her. But she was ultimately comforted by what he said. I understand there's a lot of questions around, like, how can this happen to so many people? Because obviously that's an expert speaking. And then there's so many people coming out and saying it's happened. So I understand there's a lot of disconnect between, like, how it could have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I'd heard something like that at the time, I would have felt a lot more safer about it. I would have been less scared about going out in Edinburgh and things like that, for example. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. None of this is to say that Becca's story isn't true. This is a complicated issue. Experts like Adam Woff are clear that they don't want to rule out the possibility of individual cases. But a countrywide epidemic of needle spiking, as it was reported, is not what took place last autumn. The police have had over 1,300 reports of suspected injection spiking. Six months later, none have been confirmed. All of which begs the question... What actually happened? It's easy to forget what a difficult moment October of 2021 was. Students like Becca were going out for the first time, sometimes ever, after two years of intermittent lockdowns. Parties and nightclubs were already intimidating spaces. Pandemic anxiety was high, and for women in particular, there were other fears at play too. Just a month before Becca's birthday, a serving police officer was sentenced for the kidnap, rape and murder of Sarah Everard. Sarah's was one of a handful of brutal murders of young women during the pandemic. Women were experiencing legitimate fear. Plus, spiking more generally is underreported and poorly understood. Like Becca, victims will go back and forth between the police, the venue and hospitals, and often they won't get answers about what happened to them. The holes in this porous system allow that fear to breed and for new fears to emerge. The advice on spiking is not always clear. 
If you think you or a friend has been spiked and are feeling unwell, call 999 for an ambulance, especially if there is a loss of consciousness, breathing difficulties or impaired sight. You can call 111 for any other health concerns. If you can, you should also make sure you alert the venue and report it to the police. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Sensemaker. My colleague Patricia has been investigating needle spiking for an episode of one of our other podcasts, The Slow Newscast. It's a deliberate and careful look at what really happened last autumn when that wave of reports began. So if you'd like to dig into this story some more, just search for Spiking and Injection of Fear wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was written by Patricia Clark and produced by Gary Marshall. The Sensemaker. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.